welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Drag race queens are no strangers to selling shit on the show, but never have they been asked to sell literal crap. It's time to break down the latest episode of Drag Race Italia, and back with me is the Diva Supreme who sells nothing all the time, Scout Sonner! Bonjour, ladies! Bonjour, bonjour, hi! Hello? No, wrong, wrong, wrong show, wrong oh, show. Wait. Ciao, ciao, ciao! Oh, I can't remember what language. What, what language is Italian? Ciao, ciao, ciao! Um, yeah, we're talking it's funny about we're, it's we're, Italian. It is Italian. Um, In... I guess happy um, season fourteen Eve. Is that that that's? You can't see the way my eye just twitched, y'all. But I guess that's where we are. Or it's it's um, season fourteen Eve. It's Queen of the Universe Eve. It's uh, uh, Christmas Eve. The Vichy's Old Christmas Eve. It's uh, Canada's Drag Race Eve. It's Drag Race Italia Eve. Um, I'm convinced that world of wonder only works one day a week very possible it is very possible well this episode was about 90 minutes was longer we had a little bit longer this was a very long episode i kept sitting there being like i clicked play and it was like (laughs) not an hour and what i was like i thought i was gonna say 50 so did I. Um, I knew they were longer, but I didn't realize uh, that they literally stuck trash within the episode. Well, there it was also so much wasted time. This episode had to be at least 15 to 20 minutes longer than usual so that someone could just talk and talk uh-huh. and talk. We'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll oh. talk about it later. Get it? Oh, ah. yes, we will. Okay. Well, um, once again, we start off with an old school drag race montage. I suppose to remind the viewers what they're watching still but this time we've integrated shots of episode one so i guess welcome to the fam this is i don't know man it's like the it's like when people forget to take out the like latin parts of their website and then they're like they like oh shit gotta fill that in they're like well i got some new stuff here and then after the opening credits, we get a previously on that reminds us that this format of the show is just insane literally we just saw a recap of what the show is and now if previously on with the same clips what are we doing you know what this feels like it feels like when rupaul on uk would be like i'll ask one of you to shante which means stay every single week does she still do so that on uk i don't remember her doing it this no season. i think we've i think we've i i think it's gone otherwise it took it the uk goes... two seasons to get it yeah. locked in the brain there um, but we don't actually get to the actual episode until nearly five minutes in. And that is included me speeding through the Painted with Raven trailer I no longer care to find and watch. Um, good luck, Matt. Yeah, go Crimson. That's uh, Matt Crimson's local. A local? Mm-hmm. A local. Um, with, them. Uh, with exponentially more followers than I will ever have. Unless you, you the follower. That. 
uh, the, this the follower of this podcast goes to become a follower of me on Instagram. Stay tuned at, for details. At I'm going to share them at the end. Come on, okay. this is me. I, I was this giving is, you a. I got to give them. I, this is the. Okay, I'm dangling fine. the bait at the end. You know, dangling your nuts. I see how it is. I get it. Um, it is. It queens, is Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the queens return to the workroom, and good God, girls, there's no mirror message to wipe away. This is weird. What's going on? Oh, but, I, didn't like, I didn't notice that. There was no one, no, no one left. No one left last week. So there's no mirror message. I know, right? It's been a long week. I forgot week. that that's what they, that's, oh, wow. <laughs> well, Laquisha is ecstatic, but congratulations to Divinity for winning the lip sync. Farida never expected it from her. But now Miss Farida is congratulated on her win. Electra didn't know she could sew so well. And then Miss Norma Jean is like, yes. Why don't we keep up the nice to each other stick when they eliminate two of us next? Okay, yeah. rude, but also that's very true. They? Should they? Of course they would. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't they would. because the show is wild. That would make logical sense. They're gonna eliminate three girls. They're gonna do a double elimination and then pick one girl in the back. Be like you, out too. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, it is a new day, and the queens walk in with. Norma just dragging behind. She is not here to play. She is, we will learn this episode, old. They're quite fond of laying on the tables. Did you notice that? That no matter what, if there is a table, oh, those someone is on it. top of it. If there's a table, someone's on it. Those bitches love a table. Yeah. Are you a table queen? Um, well, I don't know what that means. That I, means I if would you be see jumping a table, on the table if I ran yeah. into the workroom, yes. There's, well, and yeah, I want and the in attention. Performances. In performances, do you jump on tables and jump on No! I'm not trying to break myself or any property of the bar. Or Okay, so you that. wouldn't go um, like on uh, the railing and then jump over the railing? or, or, or at least Don't talk about that. We don't... Uh-uh. No? You don't do that anymore? No, we're not... Ugh. <laughs> all right well also i just gotta say it this is the butchest group of queens in the history of drag race right it's also the oldest this it is, is like old. old men wow yeah we're, we're going there we're going to electra and ivana are going to recreate laquisha's iconic moment where she is asked to sashay away and then invited <laughs> back to the race they're like, like hey girl remember what happened to you yesterday oh even if you do guess what we're gonna do again we're gonna do it again guess what watch 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 <laughs> It's history. Laquisha realizes now she just has to work harder just to be there. No more messing around. The alarm of doom, I'm going to call it, because it's not like the alarm on any other franchise. It's like it's a full boop, fire alarm. Boop. It sounds yeah, like you got to get out of the building. It's what the if, alarm what, of doom. What if the fire alarm went off and they didn't know it was a fire alarm? You wouldn't know. Um, well, what does it, an Italian fire alarm sound like? I don't know. Someone tell us, please. We get a video from Priscilla and her cum lips. Um, she does promise that there Stop will only that. be there will only be seven remaining at the end of this episode. What you know they that looks like come and we know that bitch could get anything she wants. I oh come lips. <laughs> Queens, if you paint your lips with white lipstick or stain or know, eyeshadow, it's a weird color to they yeah. come lips. All right, well. Tommaso shows up with a suit that RuPaul would totally wear. What was that green cow not so stunning? Was it Ryan Epstein and Parker, though? I don't know. Do they have that um, in Natalia? I would hope that they have nicer, uh, you know. You would think. 
Those well, families are probably all pretty homophobic, actually. Just kidding. <laughs> well, old Tommy Boy tells Lakeisha that this is not the time to get comfortable just because she was saved. It'll never happen again. So warning, once you're in the bottom bitch, you're gone. For the mini challenge, they're going to go into quick drag, and then he's going to tell them what they're actually doing. What a fucking cock tease that kid is. Yeah, that was... I, I would... They would have some excellent shots of me being like, um... I'm not re- I'm not responsible for what I look like at the end of this. They told me nothing. Every time they had a camera <laughs> in my face, I'd be like, reminder to the audience that they told me absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm, why, mm-hmm. They, why would they do that? Yeah, it was it choices. Also, do you know how old Tommaso is? How old do you think he is? I don't know. Probably like 33. 26. Oh, so he's wise beyond his years. Sure, let's go with that. Let's go with that. He's younger uh, than me. That's dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make, make me a guest or a, a recurring judge. I, I'm going to be the head judge on Drag Race Scandinavia. Not that. Not that. Come on. That's how I can get a blonde uh, twink. Not, An entire workroom of blonde twinks. Hell's Kitchen is one burrow away. <laughs> no, I, there are, I, nope, no more blonde <laughs> from New York. I am done with that. We are canceling that. All right. Well, um, uh, they are worried because they don't know what's in store with them as they get ready. But LaRiche tells us the is well-known fact that it takes hours for a drag queen to get ready. Oh, How wait. long does it take you to get ready nowadays? I'm pleading the fifth. This is a, this is a setup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got... I can get I can get ready in an hour and a half. Um, I prefer to get ready in like three to four hours. Yeah, like right. The, you like I to like take the your slow, time. The like there's some romance in it, you know. I'm you, also you like attracted. you like five or six hits um, an hour of of setting powder. Yeah, sure. Of setting yeah, powder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Setting yeah. my makeup. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> speaking of not setting things, Ava is not covering her brows. She's literally Wait. just throwing stuff on her Who, face was it um farida heard you have half an hour to get into drag i'm not telling you the prompt and went back and glued her brows down she did she sure why did. because Maybe. farida farida deserves the crown she deserves to win but why does she, she heard you have half an hour to get in drag and she glued her brows down i don't yeah you're right you're right you're right um it was like a lot electra is putting on her best drag and stripper heels and apparently that makes her look like her uncle so let's unpack that in therapy. No, let's Electra. not. I don't have the I don't have the credentials or certifications <laughs> to unpack that. <laughs> so Tommaso calls in the pit crew, and again, Priscilla is just tagging along, holding the flamingo, the first and only judge who can work both gigs. They should let her. I agree. When is the shirt coming off? Probably like next episode. Oh my god, we need it. We deserve it. Well, Priscilla is here to tell them that they are participating in the fiercest of dance hall competitions. A limbo. Remember that time on Drag Race UK? That was a year (laughs) ago. What would they do if I like if like like imagine you just don't know what's coming and you put on your like tallest most ridiculous wig and they're like oh it's a right that's that i think like listen the payoff here was funny because they're like we're not telling you and they're like you some of you are really screwed but I yeah i would whip that i would whip my wig off and throw it at the host 
how are you with limboing? Um, I heard you're pretty damn good at bending your back, so um, bend over backwards for all these bitches. Yeah, yeah. How, I don't bend over backwards how, for anyone. I'm kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, how 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 are you with the limbo? Um, I know I how you like are with the pole, but we're just we're asking you about the. Limbo. It's entirely dependent on whether or not I've had a chance to stretch. You know, I know it's that's coming, fair. and I can. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I'm a bendy well, bitch. That, not that's like true. Dancing. The order that they will be going in is the order they are standing. Uh, good luck, Electra. The tall bitch can't even get inspiration from the others. Uh, Electra loses her hat. Ivana loses her hat. Ava is just really ready to show her drunk. She's like, I'm going to show you what I'm wearing under my skirt. Um, and Enorma falls. She's old. <laughs> she has osteoporosis. I feel seen. They also, I like, was... <laughs> what's limbo with a rope? I don't, I don't get know. It. They didn't have a budget. I don't know. It was it was a choice. Do you feel seen by the old picture? Of course I do. I'm old. Um, the poles are going to get lower and success gets smaller. Ivana has her is. knockers knocking into the pole. Laquisha can't limbo in that dress. There's no Wait, give. That was actually funny with Ivana and her boobs mm-hmm. hitting like the bottom of her boobs. Like, boop, 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 boop. Um, Electra has reached peak height and stumbles. Ivana drops. And ultimately, we get an Ava versus Farida. It's the battle of the century. And in a shocking turn of events, the psycho known as Ava Hangar wins. The limbo queen. What? <laughs> I, the, the shot of her winning, and like they cut to her confessional, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like her arms are flailing all over the place. <laughs> I immediately sent, took a video of it and sent it to Tony. It's like, I feel like you'd like this bitch. So. She's gonna win Astrolab Jewels. Thanks, voiceover. I love these backfilled prizes. These girls are finding out their prizes as they watch the episode. It's so funny. They didn't know. They didn't know it was coming their way. Now, before we know what the advantage of or the max of challenge is, the queens are gonna get out of drag. Um, and that was new and different. And then the revolving door of judges swings open with Kiara walking in. Yeah. Everything about this is very like. You know when something's very familiar, but you're like, mm-hmm. it's also very different. Yeah, I, don't, I can't understand. Sometimes I'm like, wait, what's happening now? Yeah, especially because it's of, not in English. Yeah, speaking of uh, Kiara, she is a character. I would like to go clubbing with her. She looks like she would be a good time gal. Was this when she walked in with uh, with the red and the leopard? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yes. I mean, no, no, yeah. We're, we'll get there. Yeah. I'll, I'll don't. Don't you worry. You can. We're going to dissect uh, that. But uh, for the maxi challenge, they have to demonstrate one of the most important, two of the most important skills that make a drag queen a star: creativity and acting. Oh no, this sounds like a terrible idea. <clears throat> they will yeah. have to bring an information infomercial to life with items that they will get to choose from. How? Like, I'm fairly certain RuPaul is literally the only drag queen that's ever been in an infomercial. So, an like, infomercial, the, yes, but... To be, like, the idea of being like, oh, you have to do this essential drag queen task that literally only one drag queen that's alive has ever done. Have <sighs> you... Do you recall, I believe it was about three years ago, holiday time, it wasn't really an infomercial, but it was an, uh, a commercial that was selling things. There was um, the great um, collaboration between Monet Exchange and Poppy. Do you remember that video? Poppy? Yes, Poppy. Like P-O-P-P-Y on Poppy? Correct. Why do I not remember this? 
it was creepy as all fuck. It's this was this this is the um this is the white version of Poppy, not the black version. The um the one before she went yeah yeah yeah. I'll I'll send you the video. Remind me, it's terrifying. But that's another queen who did infections. Oh God, it's so crazy. I just it's such a weird thing to like ask drag queens to do and phrase it as like an essential drag queen task. Yeah. Well, yeah. I believe the the pit crew was tasked to go to the dollar store because they come back with a box of items that were clearly purchased at a dollar store. I believe the pit crew was tasked to destroy me. Um, um yeah, I, I I think you're um you celebrate yet to follow through. Screen. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna have to sell these items as must-have essential products through their creativity, talent, and personal experience. Ava will get to perk her item first, and she is gonna take a handset, aka a telephone. She will then get to pick the next person who, and then they get to pick and pick and pick. But Farida goes next. Farida picks the canvas for painting. Laquisha takes the sparkly megaphone. Electra picks pills. Larish takes the app. Ivana goes with decanter. Divinity gets the magic wand. And Norma is left with nothing, literally. So what will hers be about? It's what most people's careers in Italy are based on. Nothing! Isn't that what she, No, she said all the, all the infomercials are about nothing. Oh, well, true. Well, which colors. items? Which, which, which item would you have said? I was going to ask you that. Ugh. Um, um, I would want nothing. Fair. I want the magic wand. Oh my god! I want nothing I because fun. That's the right for yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's so easy. Like everyone else has to have a setup and a payoff, and your whole thing yeah. is like all you have to do is set it up, and never it never has payoff. Exactly. And the that's girls, the payoff. Ugh. It is. The girls get to writing, and it's a journey. Uh, while Arish is thinking of a name for her app, Laquisha has figured out. How to scare the crap out of anyone it turns the megaphone on. Um, that thing is annoying and loud. But we've all had one of those before, correct? I had I known that the megaphone made all that noise before the selection, I would have picked that. You know, that me in the workroom with a loud noise-making object is like that is like the recipe for good TV. You know I'm who, selling myself, but you, do you, just, do, you, uh, do you know who I wish had a megaphone in their season? Kitty Scott Claus. <laughs> that would be so iconic. She seems pretty loud to begin with. Exactly. Which, she like, she has louder. that same. She has that same. I feel like she has the same. Um, like that good, good. Um, what's the diaphragm voice? Yes. You know. I love mm-hmm. a drag queen that knows how to speak from their diaphragm because all of a sudden everyone's like, hey, me, 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 me. there's like so much noise. And all of a sudden you're like, hey, and everyone's yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> so Norma has nothing, literally. She, she worried, nah, but she, she's know that she's got nothing because she is a threat. She thinks the girls see her as a threat, but as a human, she's feeling a bit bad about being last. What a journey. I would be like, oh. I'm last. These bitches are scared of me. Mm-hmm. Farida has said... be true, but... Farida believes that Norma has just convinced herself that she was picked last because she's a threat, but really, she just doesn't understand this game. No one likes her. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the team. Oh, anyway, baby. Farida asks why she is so insecure, and Norma says that she is protecting herself and her feelings. 
She says that friendships become an obstacle. She's not trying to be a type of personality, a type A personality, but she's not going to be fake. Meanwhile, Ivana doesn't know what's right. Very an idea came to her. Yeah. Um, we're going to head to see uh, Chiara in a very Italian jacket, like red, black, and leopard. That thing looked expensive, but also cheap and tacky as hell. It looks like it was ripped off the nanny, and I... You want it. I you want really it want so it. so bad. Um, uh, let's hit Bring it up. on my Amazon wish list tomorrow. Do it. Um, yeah, let's hit up Kiara, find out where she got it. Let's get it for you. Miss Norma, you know you listen. She's, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Enorma is first up, and she had a very, very difficult task at hand, as she had nothing to work with. Kiara wants her to get a little bit of advice from a fabulous director, Fabio Molo. His website makes him seem legit, so I guess let's listen to the man. His website makes him seem legit. That's the research that I'm going through now. Um, Fabio wants to know a bit about the characters she came up with. And Norma says it's a mix between Dr. Tyron and Wanamarki. And I say, who? Huh? Who? I don't know. Me either. I feel bad because I maybe they are being funny and I just don't. Yeah, I I think it. Honestly, listeners, you know I do, do my research when I can, but I am tapped out. This, this we're at the end of the year. I am I'm tapped out. I am tapped um, out. Listeners, please know that my research consists of texting uh, my Italian American best friend very random clips of this show and asking him unrelated questions. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I also watch the episode, but yeah. Well, we watched some of the filming, and Norma is not here to sell reality. And it's like, okay, this is going to be funny. Whatever she's going to come up with, I'm here for it. Her tone, quite dry, and with nothing to work with, well, she, she stumbles. There's a lot of pregnant pauses, and that's not good. No, no pregnant pauses. I mean, better than just a dead... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fabio tells her she's an actress and wants to pull that out of her. Wait, Divin- this director was like objectively the words he was saying he was saying was were very very inspirational and everything he delivered them in the most like i don't give a single shit what happens today as i already collected my paycheck kind of way he was very much just like you're a star fully queen um divinity arrives in some asian inspired garb and a ladder and we will get to the former part of that statement when we yeah. talk about her runway appropriation much? I'm very confused. Yeah. All right. Well, who inspires Divinity? Herself. She is a diva. She is on the ladder and screaming. And Kiara and Fabio are cracking up and they want more out of her. I'm like, what else do you want? What else can she do? She's already at 11. She also can make sure. magic and disappear with the wand. And well, Marcel Marceau cannot compare. When that hair was like seen, going back, I was like, that's, "I've seen that's third so graders stupid. do that, do that trick better." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, good for her. Yeah, you mm-hmm. very happy and everything. But I've seen third graders do that trick better. <laughs> we have Ava Hungar next, and she is going to sell us with her first choice, a phone. When she arrives, she's clearly got a second look ready to go. So at least she's prepared here. Um, she starts her scene, and well, Aunt Ava's cavern is a very scary place because Aunt Ava is a scary humanoid. Yeah, I have. I... Yeah, <clears throat> that's she, one she, way to put it. She's very physical. She's very expressive, and Fabio has to stop and like 
she gets very turned around by him. Um, also, can I just say that I might low key love Avahangar because I somehow understand. Did you say that last drag. time? I know, but it's this episode is like, wait, I feel like I get her. No one else oh, is I getting get her, her too, but like she's resonating with me, and I can't figure out why I like it so much. Because it's against um, everything I like. <laughs> Not bad. Like, objectively, um, I hate this person. But, you know, great job. Right? Love her. We got team her. Woo. It's very weird. We're gonna, well, by the end of this season, we'll figure it out. Next up, Laquisha arrives with a leopard print robe, and I'm realizing the color leopard is just the tackiest thing in all of Italy. Oh, yeah. I, I also noticed a lot of leopard. Mm-hmm. Kiara calls out Laquisha for copying her. Fabio is feeling left out. So then workplace harassment comes into play as Kiara says something to him that prompts sexy music. And I kind of fear for whatever this after party is. Um, Kiara is a tiger. She's a. Yeah, she is. She's on the prowl. She is really um, just. Uh, yeah. Expressive. is going to be a very sexy woman when she uses the megaphone. But when she uses it on the toilet, I am just waiting for her and Kitty to go on the toilet twins tour. What is with toilets and ads? I don't know, man. I, they just they're running out of they're running out of ideas. They fully are. Electra is okay. up. <laughs> yeah. Electra is up and she looks very sexy. And I think I would like that. I would I would enjoy some time with her. But Fabio tells her that she needs to know what she is, but she doesn't quite get anything further than being vapid. Um remember our drinking game from last week? Take a drink. Ivana's wearing a magenta wig. It's her shtick. What do you mean a magenta wig? The magenta wig. <laughs> the only one. That implies um, there's more than one. Her scene is very classic and old school like her, but Fabio wants her to have more fun. And maybe we'll give that just a tad. But again, she's got this like 70-year-old Nona stick and like a shtick and like a 30-year-old body. She's very confusing. I mean, she's like one of the one of the old ladies and the producers in that yeah. in the act one that number whatever it is. Uh, here, along Candy Alley, yeah, yeah. She's like one of those just like decided to also be a drag queen. Yeah, she's 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 not funny, but she's giving me Cetergene. I think she's trying to be. Yeah, she. I guess Cetergene vibes from it. Um. <laughs> Larish is here and I love her look and the hair. And I was like, wait, her and Vanessa Van Cartier could be related. They, they uh, both have that. They both wear that. I was here for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Vanessa is Italian, so. Is she? She is. She's, she's, a, she's Italian. Larish is very dry and Fabio wants her to feel comfortable. Um, you can't see that, but she's very much in her head. And now we have Farida, who I would just like to crown at this point. This look of the hand-painted jacket is the tea. Her so beat is good. fabulous. This was just uh, so good, and she's lost on this season. Yeah, what no, am I watching? What, what are you watching? Why is she not crowned yet? Because they had a contractual obligation to air. I hope more people watch Farida, because she's a superstar. Six. I like her. But she is serving camp and just serving drama, and I just can't wait to see what she's going to give us in the end. We're a third of the way through the season. Correct. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It is elimination day, and Tommaso is just strolling on in. Like I just showed up in my Uber and my oversized tea because I'm going to do a line in the bathroom after I chat with you, Gores. 
not that. I don't, oh no, he was very casual though, walking around. He, he was, was like, very casual. What's up, ladies, what are you doing? What's, the, ooh, what's this? Um, ooh. why are we doing this before? But why aren't we doing it before the challenge? Like, what is this serving? What what is this for? Um, I, or am I just stuck on the original it's version? Like, it's like they've watched Drag Race and they've seen the things that they do, but they don't understand like what they, what purpose they actually serve in the episodes. So they're just like, oh, just do it now. I yeah. Don't, I don't, yeah, Ivana, it was very weird to do it about like a runway that they had already packed and brought with right, them. Right, it was weird. So we're going to start with Ivana, who is inspired by the greatest diva in history of classical music. It's Maria Callas. Tommy Boy is going to say it's not an obvious expected choice, but unless we're watching a tele- different television show... I thought that was completely on the nose. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Maria Callas is. Am I supposed to? I'm not cultured. If you're, well, there's your problem. She is literally the one of the greatest uh, opera singers in the world, ever. Ooh. Yeah. Well. Um, mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm Google something real quick here. Yeah. Ivana was going to tell us that Callas is art, love, and drama. Laquisha LaBamba talks technical jargon with Tommy Boy, and he's just lost. So she's just going to be t- uh, taken on a pop star who sings with autotune. And Laquisha shares that she has recorded music. And as she sings, um, well, did you download it yet? Are you a fan of Laquisha on Apple Music? Did you listen to her music yet? I have not. No. Do it tomorrow. Well, Laquisha is going to share that she is doing Britney if she forgot her razor. Not that. It's... Oh boy. Ava yeah, will reveal that she will be doing Moira, and Tommaso is so excited. I'm like, they know who Moira Rose is in Italy? They must like fruit wine. And then I was like, no, 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 no. It's Moira, as in Moira Ofe, who is an Italian actress or of Romani origins. She is also known as the queen of the Italian circus. Meanwhile, I'm the ringmaster of cute twinks. Not that. Oh my lord. Give me a twink circus. Oh. A twink ring circus. I did. That's my brand. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, So we're going to go learn a little bit of history of Moira Ofe here. She was really the first Italian drag queen, apparently. She would take off her makeup an hour before her husband woke up um, and and then put put it on. on. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. He's the purpose. I would. You're right. I'm tired. Uh, I just—it's hard to write down <laughs> as they're talking in Italian. Her like, husband didn't know she did drag because she took her makeup off right before he woke up. No, she put it on an hour before he woke up, and then took it off an hour. I, it, whatever. She was whipped at this point. She was being a woman in Italy in the '50s was not good. I'm sure it's still probably not even good now. <laughs> You're probably very right. Oh. oh, man. Well, Tommaso tells her that she needs to stick to Moira as closely as possible. Anorma will be de- doing Sophia Loren, an international icon. Are you familiar with Miss Sophia Loren? Uh, should I say yes? Sure, let's go with that Am one. I going <laughs> to? <laughs> she says she is going to be taking on the redheaded Sophia from the early days. And I'm like, Okay, we're going to come back to that hair color because maybe you're colorblind. But enough about that. <laughs> um, Tommy Boy says it's a bold choice and wants to see the Neapolitan energy. Electra gives a hint that her diva shows skin, but 
bit by bit elegantly. Dita Von Tees, um It's uh is doing uh Pinhead. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Tommy Boy calls her a modern diva. Her beauty beauty is artificial, but she wants to see Dita there. Um he says it's a risk making a slightly um grotesque caricature of someone who is an impeccable artist. So he's a little worried about what Dita is going to look like. What's what's grotesque about it? The fact that it's a drag queen and not. I don't know. Stunt. Tommy is going to go do a line and get fucked in his dressing room. So he's off. Tommy. Oh my gosh. We're now going to learn a little bit of backstory from Miss Anorma, who is going to talk about how her father came to Pazuli. She shares that she has to erase her face because it reminded her of her father and it scares her a little bit. When she was 16, she came out. Her father never accepted her and her mother couldn't wait to leave. So what parent does Larish look like? Her mom sadly passed away. She does drag because she looks like her mother and in a drag, she feels similar. She thinks she would be very proud. Wait, uh, uh, um, yeah. very important to note that Enorma... No- specifically noted that right before she came out to her parents she gave them high fives which is probably why her dad didn't accept her yeah i was trying to be nice there you you a high Um, five (laughs) mom dad i'm gay (laughs) do do you look like your mother um oh i look uh, i don't know if i look like her when i'm in drag but um even out of drag i look i look like my mom always have Norma is going to share that her father passed away. He is gone and she remembers him. She was 29 years old when he got the cancer. It's time to now for the weekly My Parents Hate Me So I'm Going to Cry portion of the show. When, episode by episode. Literally. Uh, when, she realized, when he realized that he loved her and she loved him, it was a strong relationship and there's nothing more lovable than that and it was hard because it was a victory for both of them but she didn't have the tools to cope with the loss at age 30 she lost her way nothing made sense she worked her ass off to be great she then reveals that she has never he never said he loved her which then leads to the next part of the story which i'm like what i'm saying he never loved you led you to do an unprotected sex Oh, okay, great. Well, so you think you deserve this to happen? Okay. Well, one night she starts sweating and it's not what you think. It's just a cold, but it got worse. The gland swole. She was young. She wasn't well. She went to the hospital and two days later, she was told to come in to talk to a psychologist. As she was diagnosed as HIV positive, she found out in 2018 and she will always be grateful to science as she found out what when she did, there was a way to help. She could be dead or ill, but instead has viral load of zero with the parameters of a healthy person. When she talks about this stuff, she doesn't want to come off as a poor guy. She's not that. She's one of the ones who made it. Not expecting this story out of her after last week. That came out of nowhere. Literally I was like, nowhere. I literally had to be like, wait, what's happening? What's happening? Oh my God. I oh, had to go God. back. I had to go I, back. I did too. Like, oh my God. I was like, I what do we I miss here? Um, because what's crazy is it's a wild confessional moment. We did not learn about this through another contestant through their conversation. She told it straight to us. It was a lot to take in. 
Why do you not think she opened up to another contestant about this? would be less than desirable for the tv cameras from other people i don't know do you think I you've learned know. more about enorma through this or do you wish you would have heard it through a conversation no i think i like i mean i'm a fan of like storytellers and just like yeah. people so i like much prefer when someone can just tell their story without it being like, like chopped up and everything yeah like that. but i also yeah. thought it was just like it was very they cut from her like telling the story about her dad to like telling her this story and entirely from a like drag race viewer perspective my brain was like is she about to go home yeah oh fully <laughs> absolutely um sounds like wait there's like, only six episodes we're gonna get this all season long I was like, but, I uh, <laughs> yeah it, it was it was drastic it was it was a lot to take in um and again like i'm sure there's more to this story that they had to cut out because we know a normal loves to talk but um <laughs> just just the way she told it i was like Maybe the Google Translate's not saying it properly, but I feel very concerned about the way the story was yeah. told. It anyway, was the sad music stops and the music shifts to something a little more but uh, upbeat and triumphant. It's time for the finishing touches before the runway. Thank God for that transition before we went to the right to the runway because I could not have handled it with the weird like robot drag race remix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> robot drag race. All right, we hit the runway, and whoever designed this dress for Priscilla deserves a fucking raise. Oh my oh, god, so did she look stunning. Blue so and purple pretty. beaded gown, that blonde pageant hair, regal as fuck. Why that don't you have that all hair? all the way up. Why don't you have Whoever that Whoever wants hair? to make, make me that wig, let me know. Acacia forgot. Forgot's locks. Oh, you're right. You're welcome. On the main stage, we get Kiara Franchini and her newest headpiece. Is she going to wear a headpiece every week? Is that her shtick? Yeah. Love it. Um, she just keeps on giving good head. Like, <laughs> Speaking of good head, Tomasa Zorzi's here. Not the um, good head segue. Oh, Lord. You're right, because uh, this is what we learned about him in this moment. He once found himself in a package that he found out was a raw deal. The my uh, my eyes were like, hmm? what a fucking whore! Insane, but like, I'm not gonna there's, say it on TV, you know. There is probably not uh, an Italian top in Italy who has not had Tommaso Zorzi. That's the prediction. Top. Oh come on, he is. Yeah, he he is the bottom. Like absolutely, he's definitely the bottom. He won Big Brother, didn't he? He's got to be manipulative to do that. I feel like it's like a... Exactly. A bottom. Bottoms yeah. are manipulative. I would say that tops are too. Not as bad as bottoms. Uh, as someone who is both and also... Well, I would never manipulate anyone. That's just not me, but... <laughs> never, ever? Ever? Bullshit, never. Vivian. Bullshit. Rue, Never. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, gee, Jolene. Uh. <sighs> all right. We got two guest judges. Remember when we used to have two guest judges on the main show, like, all the time? Oh, yeah. I do Why now. Stop? Why did that stop? Budget. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, we got two guest judges. It's Fabio Molo, who's back alongside Gianmarco Sorino. Um, he is an actor, and if he is not gay... Scout will make him gay. Yeah. If he wants to explore that, he can. I saw his face and I was like, oh, Scouty is probably in love. 
I was, uh, I was, had to, had to call a plumber. My, my yeah. basement was flooded. So we're going to talk about the commercials first as their own segment. Then we're going to do the runway with the critiques. So be ready. Oh, I'm ready. Avahangar has created the telephone. No. And I just do not comprehend the set that she was in. Was she in a spaceship? Where was I'm, she? I'm also confused because the like little thing, thing with what are the subtitles said telephone? No. But then when she was, whatever she was saying ended with the sound C, which in Italian is a yes. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't is, is understand C, no? what's I, happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so uh, it lets you hear your inner voices and insert it to any orifice, including the ear or the boob. Um, I liked her commitment to create various characters, or they were literally just people that are, live in her head. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know if she created any of those characters. Um, and then on demand. Yeah, and then we're also going to see her use the said telephone as a sex toy, because why not? Because that's uh, oh, sex sells. It? Yeah, it's true. Farida nails the infom- infomercial with her silent presentation. She has created the Farida Kant kit, which unleashes your passion and brings your creativity to life. Um, so there, there's like paint that's made from feces of a unicorn. I don't know. Because why not? I don't know. I didn't get it. Um, another one of those. Another one of these moments where I was like, she's probably being funny. Yeah, and then you but. can see use it to take out your frustration and throw paint on a pit crew member because they apparently were sleeping with Laquisha Labamba. Man, she, I was like, why do you have to pick the one girl, the one brown girl, to make the dig at? Like, yeah. Why gotta do that? Why gotta pick the girl with, with a beard? Really? Yeah. I think Farida was very good. I liked her energy. I thought, she, yeah, her energy was something. I just, she looked so good. Yeah, she's great. She looks so good in that. Um, Laquisha loved playing with the megaphone, but I just didn't understand its functions. It's the ampla dryer. It's a blow dryer. No it's idea. a, I didn't know what it did. It, would, it did everything. But I will say the one interesting element to the commercial is that she said, the proceeds of the sale are going to go to an LGBTQI plus community, which no queen has ever done in an ad before. And I'm like, and also, no infomercial has ever done. No, but there's... I'm making a joke. Let me make the joke. Uh, right. Um, in the arms of an angel. All right, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> that's the that's the parody commercial I want to see on Drag Race. For five cents a day, you can sponsor a starving drag, drag queen. queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is called um, people at shows not tipping. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're back in a spaceship because Electra Bionic is in a spaceship in a different color this time. Uh, first off, she looks great and has created dreaming caps, which are all natural jugs. I'm assuming... And then you can give it to a friend you don't want to hang out with. So you drug them. Do we condone this? And No, but Discovery Plus does. And then we watch her give it to a baby, which I don't think is an okay thing, but maybe it's an okay thing to do in Italy? Who knows? I don't. She literally created a date rape drug, I think. Ah. Uh, for her ad. The subtitles were off. 
I I blame, blame really it on hoping. Blame it on the edit. <laughs> blame it on the edit. Larice uh, was so monotone, and what a fucking letdown! Because this idea was great. It is an app called yeah. What a Dog, which is a dating app that helps you lower expectations of people writing to you. I need this though. Oh my god, please! I this was literally me. like, this is such a dumb thing, but it's very funny. It is. I mean, she um, did not do it well, but no. But she did create another character, and in the ad. It is kind of a mess of a human, but this app makes it okay that if you have a wart or a large nose or your legs are hairy or you got a lot of blackheads, it's okay. You'll find someone. What if I'm a crossdresser? Nope, you're done. You're screwed. Yeah, I figured. That's Ivana's, what they all tell me. <laughs> right. Ivana seemed like she was not sober during hers. Um, I would like freedom from maybe this she, ad. Maybe uh, she borrowed some of uh, Lectra's pills. Maybe. If you're feeling ugly or want to cheat because he's not impressed, then drench yourself in it. What? I don't know. Don't look at me. This is I cannot explain the the, the very strange choices that these girls have come to. But also, guess what she's doing? She's sitting on a table. She fucking loves to do it. But do you know what the secret of, uh, ingredient in freedom is? Uh, restrictive laws. No, no. Diversity. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> and finally, divinity is in Egypt where every goddess had her own weapon and hers is a big wand. She says it's very versatile and it can be used to destroy her competitors. Okay, funny that you're making a kind of like a, a, a punny uh, reading challenge, but I have questions. Yeah, yeah, I have questions um, about divinities. Um... Mm-hmm. awareness i don't think there are um, <laughs> it also scratches your back the one part about her ad that i did like was uh, the sped up dialogue at the end because that's very very ad right um yeah I, f- I feel like there's a lot of like i mean i'm not necessarily one to say go for the low-hanging fruit but if everyone around you is making very big reaches you're mm-hmm. probably going to land a few jokes if you yep. just go for the low-hanging fruit. I'm fine. We got one more left. Uh, friends, acquaintances, but of all above all, enemies. Why Why did a normal look like Judith Light in this commercial? <laughs> She's gone from Alan Cumming to Judith Light. She's a celebrity impersonator? There it is. Uh, her ascent to nowhere was tough, but her ability to sell nothing was just stupid this was so stupid and just a good mockery of ads in general yeah no it was very funny again so i said this when you asked me which one i would want but yeah i would want nothing because every literally every other thing is like you have to figure out like what's my joke how do i set it up and then how do i like round it out like how do i like actually sell it whereas she's literally like no the, the joke is that i got nothing yeah. And so like she just has to set it up and then end the commercial. And like how many times have I like been watching a commercial and at the end of it I'm literally like what the fuck was that for? I don't know what yeah. that was for. It's like yeah. so easy to just say nothing with yeah. words and words and words. I do it all the time. No, Scott's smart. Scott's very fun. Category also is real chatty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Scat category is great Scat. divas. Categories. Scoot. Um, in honor of the runway, we are gonna play 
Divalicious Diva or Wish You Were a Diva? Divalicious Diva or Wish You Were a Diva. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. First up, Avahangar is Moira Afei. Look by Cis Handmade, hair by Alba Bernal. So obviously the reference is lost on me, but if you look at a photo with the white look, it kind of is spot on. The problem is that Eva Eva is very styled specifically in drag, and it's not for everyone, but it's clean. It's just boring as all hell. Yeah, it was very like... I was like, I don't know. It was like... Wait, which... which, Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was very boring. And also, like, why was it separate? Yeah, I know. Uh, the RuPaul would be like, I don't want to see no fucking H&M. That's like New York and company. <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, this look was very interesting. But again, it's it, you can't blame her because it's her drag. And she's doing her drag well. It's just not up to par as other people. Drag is art and art is subjective. <laughs> And yet we, the Boulay brothers, are going to drag your arm. I'm being subjected to this. (laughs) Literally. Um, Fabio appreciated her talent as an actress and wanted more sensuality. He wanted more sensuality in the look, too. Kiara thinks dancers lying in trapeze when she thinks of Moira. She felt it was a bit sanitized. Tommaso liked the unexpected reference with with her being an actress and not a circus performer. Jean-Marco said two things stood about her, stood out with her Moira, the decision to enter to applause and the clear face and gestures in her transformation. That man is smooth. Mm. Priscilla says she would have preferred Circus Moira. In terms of the commercial, she could have gone a little more extra. I, I'm struggling here. I'm going to give this a very soft wish you were a diva because it's not great, but it's her. And we're going to have to accept that at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to accept it. You know. I can just continue bitching. I'm also going to wish. I just think it's it's in the right direction. It's just not styled the way that I wish it was styled. The audience loathed it. 8% Divalicious Diva. (laughs) 92% Wish You Were a Diva. Next up is Farida Kant as Lady Gaga. Look and hair by Farida. I yelled. She nailed this out of the park. This was chromatic of brilliance. I think she's becoming someone who is a powerhouse in this competition, bringing uh, you fashion and references. Perfect in my eyes. After I saw all eight of those looks, I was like, six of those girls were backstage and saw Farida and were like, fuck. And then Electra was like, oh, dear, she did it better than I did. It was like of the two runways that were like very like good like drag in my opinion. Oh. This was at the top. So good. Kiara says she is very polished and someone who is a perfectionist who doesn't like to get too messy. She would like to get messy and lick her fingers. Tomaso called the infomercial very funny, but felt it was a bit theatrical at times, but didn't bother him at times either. He will take two though. Jean-Marco said that theatrical is an adjective that shouldn't be used when things are bad. Theatrical is a huge compliment. Finally, someone said it on this goddamn show. Yeah, I don't get it when people are like, oh my gosh, you're just like so over the top. And I'm like, she's a drag queen. Right. But she spent her entire career being like, oh, I got to do more. I got to do more. I gotta, gotta, and now you're going to be like. Mm. Priscilla says, much. yeah, Priscilla says the costume is fantastic. Divalicious Diva. This co- This look was fantastic 
Oh yeah, yeah, Dave Lynch and Steven. Duh. The oh, audience, so. the audience. Um, I'm calling you all out, you motherfuckers. Are you not in your Lady Gaga phase? Are you mad it wasn't the Ari look? Um, are we in still Taylor's red period? 68% Divalicious Diva, 32% Wish You Were a Diva. Did we not get the reference, people? It was perfect. Laquisha LaBamba doing Britney Spears. Look by Laquisha, hair by Willa Hare. So we're starting off as Ringmaster Britney, revealing it to police officer Britney. I wish we only had time for the Ringmaster look, and it was just fucking good and elevated. The detailing could have been grander. The drag could have been larger. The cop look was boring and basic. What did you think of Miss Laquisha? Um, I thought it was very, very good. However, my critique of Laquisha now is that, especially with her promo look being very like Beyonce, like reference, and this being Britney, like I understand being like, oh, I'm inspired by pop girls. I think there's a difference between like having a look that's inspired by someone and kind of like having like the references be there versus like just doing the exact 100% look now I understand that this was like a diva runway so I don't like I don't hold it against her because like literally Farida walked out looking exactly like Gaga in the Rain On Me video and I was like oh gag incredible but I think like I'm starting to associate like Luquisha with like every other pop person and I know she wants to be a pop like queen or whatever and I'm like okay but I'm I don't know who you are I just feel like you're like every other pop person i know it's like i don't agree fabio said it made him laugh and he appreciated her willingness to let go kiara says she had a lot of conviction in her vulnerability she needs to convey her ability to show what she wants on the runway jean marco says he sees huge potential in a great character but he didn't see her breaking through fully the execution fell short and priscilla says with her choice of playing a bearded character she's too covered up and she can't see her face Yeah, Wish you were a diva. Familiar. Didn't work for me. I don't like it. It's yeah. No. Audience, nope. Twenty three percent diva. Let's diva. Seventy seven percent. Wish you were a diva. Electra Bionic doing Dita Von Teese. Look by Jorge de Glamar. Hair by Fabio Aquaviva. This was very spot on. Um, she has an incredible body and she knows how to use it. I hope she just won't rely on said body every week because it's a bit boring. But the styling was so right. The, the beat was perfection. I want to be wrapped up in that ostrich feather. She looked exactly like her. She looked rich. She looked very well done. Um, the only thing I want is I want to see her stand next to the actual Dita Montes. <laughs> Why? Because it's a 19- she's going to be three, three and a half feet taller than her. Yeah, it would be hilarious. Uh, Kiara <laughs> says she has a scathing sense of humor and she enjoyed her performance. Tommaso says... It's hard to portray burlesque without being a dancer or being vulgar, but she never was on stage. She was beautiful with her ass out. He said she did a good job of the infomercial. Jean-Marco said the concert was interesting. The concert was interesting and the concept was cool. He says the look was mind-blowing. And Priscilla said that Jean-Marco had a wandering eye when she came out. She said the look was breathtaking and the makeup was fantastic. Yeah, no, it was really well done. Very well done. Her makeup, um, just, but uh, yeah, uh, they condone date rape here. They don't mind that you are like telling your gloss friend. right over it. Yeah, not a problem here. Uh, Divalicious Diva. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent Divalicious. You're right. The audience was hundred percent Divalicious Diva. Oh yeah, good. They have taste. Larice, Kim Kardashian, look by Pamela Paparani, hair by Fabio Acaviva. So we're making reference to the iconic magazine cover that broke the internet, and I hate that we're letting her be considered a diva because Kim Kardashian's literal trash. 
Um, that being said, I think the look is right. The camp was there, but the execution was sloppy, especially with that breastplate. Yeah, this. <clears throat> so her name is like Lariche, which, like, she's specifically trying to like tell people she's rich, and I don't like. Maybe it's just me, but uh, coming out and like black sequined fabric with lumpy padding shooting fake money everywhere it's just not rich yeah it's very cheap and it's i know what she was going for with this but it's been done before by drag queens and it's been done much better by drag queens and it's an old reference and i don't know i feel like she just saw the list of maybe she got maybe she got the last pick maybe Maybe possible all the good ones are taken Fabio says he didn't get any passion in terms of what she was saying, which he says is a shame because it was a good written script. Kiara says her commitment in the ad was the same as the commitment in the construction of this look. She is very closed off and she needs to let herself go. Tommaso says she was the only one who chose to be politically incorrect, which is not easy. She pushed the right buttons. He said the look was a tribute to Kim Kardashian's paper magazine cover, but found the execution to be amateur when she turned her back. Priscilla says, if you have convinced her to buy a new product, she wants to see you smile. She liked the idea, but it wasn't fully executed. In terms of the runway, she wanted attention to detail, but when she turned around, she saw the fake breasts. If you're going to commit, commit fully and suggested flesh tone netting. So, like, my biggest thing, I think, of all of it was, like, my lasting thought after she walked off the runway was, I was like, why didn't you put foundation on your breastplate? Like, you literally have paint that is matched to your skin that can go on that breastplate. Why would you not? It's very clearly not the tone of your skin. That's not like, a, like oh, it's close. Maybe, like, I don't know. You're about to walk out under, like, every single stage light in a 20-mile radius. No. It's a no. Wish you were a diva. Wish. Emphasis on Wish. The audience, 48% Divalicious Diva, 52% Wish You Were a Diva. Next up is Ivana Vomp, Maria Callas. Um, no designers listed. I think she nailed Maria Callas, but unfortunately it was boring. I, I, I think she could have bedazzled it even further to hit the drag element of what was going on. The hair was great because it wasn't magenta. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, that was it the all black one. Yeah, she looked good. Um, I will say, the wig looked a little like it almost looked like face tuned larger, but like in real life, uh, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't like, it was proportioned like a, right. Uh, yeah, it was just like there were kind of some weird shapes going on. And I was like, I know what you did. I know what you're going for. Like, it, but it looks fine. But like with a critical eye and there's like eight of you on TV, I'm, I'm like, why is it? Why does it, why does it look like that? Tommaso had high expectations, but she got lost in the challenge. He said it was slow. The Collis made it perk up. As we're going through these critiques, Laquisha is asked if she is okay. Priscilla yeah, tells her she can go sit down backstage, and she does. Well, it was weird. We see her talk to the production crew that her head is spinning. She wants her moment in the spotlight. She wants to be there. Okay, you're, back you're to getting Ivana. Your moment in the spotlight. You just walked off stage. <laughs> Ivana. Back to Ivana, though. John Marco said it was missing a basic concept, and there were shortcomings in all the scripts. Priscilla wanted more from her and she felt that she came into this challenge unprepared. It seemed she like she didn't write a script and she was grasping for something to say. She, though, did get callous from her look. 
It's boring. It could have been draggier. And this is a drag show. Make it drag. It's diva. Delicious. Not. It's wish you were diva. Yeah, no. Wish you were diva. The audience, 44% diva. Delicious diva. 56% wish she were a diva. I think actually I, I have all the pieces that I could recreate this look. You should. You should try that. it out. Do you, do you sing opera? I can. That's not going to be good. Oh, but my I God. Can I can't it. wait to hear it. We're going to make you sing an aria. All right. Divinity. Aria Derchi. Beyonce. Divinity's doing Beyonce. I didn't get the Beyonce reference because, well, she's white. There's a lot of divas in this world to pick. Why is. Yeah, no. It's a great costume. It's styled expertly, but I'm just not sure why she's chosen Beyonce. The hair is great, but again, it's a blonde wig on a white queen portraying a black woman. It all feels wrong, and I'm not going to critique it because just, yeah, I I I know that I did some Reddit research um, a little bit with the Tommaso issues, and 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 there there were a couple commenters that said Italy is just inherently racist. Even there's yeah. television like blackface isn't a problem there, and I'm like, oh okay okay, that's not good, but. <laughs> that's why you allowed it uh world of wonder rupaul you think you might want to step right. in here you think um i don't know I, I i know that i'm looking at it from a western eye from an american eye where you just don't do this yeah i just like there's so many divas in the world to pick from exactly um so this is definitely a, a cultural thing um I hope it will lead to conversations, but this is just not, not going to work. I think it will. Well, Fabio said it was a tribute, but he lost Beyonce in it. He didn't fully get it. Same girl. Kiara says, metaphors aside, she was present and funny. The performance was meandering too much and wanted more energy and missing the back and forth. Tommaso said her infomercial made him laugh out loud and he doesn't care what she's selling. He wants it. The theme was Grand Diva, and he saw the great diva inside. Jean Marco would buy that from her, whether she was selling a magic wand or performing as Beyonce. He says she's intoxicating, and it's great how she performs. Okay, so now we don't like Jean Marco. Um, and finally, Priscilla says she was a revelation and didn't know she was so funny. The runway could have been better. Wish she were a diva. Yeah, I know. Now, listeners, I know a lot of you who voted did not watch the show, so you're going to get a pass here, but 68% Diva Licious Diva, 32% Wish You Were a Diva. <laughs> and finally, Simone Magine as Sophia Loren. Uh, this is very simple and yet sophisticated. I love Red Velvet. It is so stunning. The styling of the wig is very classic, but that's not a redhead, so um, let's discuss that. You said you're going to the redhead period. That was not redhead. <laughs> Maybe she's colorblind. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe the red wig fell apart at the last second. She just had to grab. Hey, yeah, there you go. There's a solution. What did you think of the look? Oh, gorgeous. She was sure to self put together. Fabio. Well, he's gonna say she loves acting and that she was so good and it was a pleasure to watch her shine. Kiara says that Sophia Loren is a national icon and she reclaimed the way you can be identified as Italian. She literally did the hand gesture. Mamma Mia. 
Here I go again. Uh, remember Laquisha? Uh, she's still backstage, and we're going to get a cut to her, and she's just breathing heavy. <laughs> okay, back to Nora. to someone breathing. Literally, that's what it was. Tommaso hey, says, whoever, here it is. <laughs> whoever tried to sabotage her gave her a big favor to sell nothing. It was the funniest of them all. Jean-Marco didn't know if selling nothing was an advantage because it really was difficult, but she managed it well. Priscilla says, content, message, skill, and intelligence. She was amazed. I don't think I like this look. I was like very confused by like they tried to set you up. I was like they didn't know that was going to happen. No, she thought she was getting a box. (laughs) Um, wait, what did you just ask me before I said that? Divalicious diva, or or Uh, wish you were a diva. Divalicious diva. Audience, you're an idiot. 36% divalicious diva, 64% wish you were a diva. Y'all just need to understand. Oh, it's okay. Laquisha's back though, and she says she was truly feeling her Britney 2007 moment. <laughs> she said that. Well, she's free now. She she is. All right, Divinity. Farida Kant and Electrobionic are safe, leaving Laquisha and Norma, Ivana, and Larisha's the tops and bottoms. Okay. It tops and bottoms. Well, well, why, we're going to question that in a second, but we're going to go to Untuck Jr. Um, Larish is feeling very nervous, but she expected it. But yet, you never really know what, uh, what the worst that can happen. Laquisha reveals that she was reliving last week, and at some point, she just went foggy, oh, and that's why she had to Obviously. go off stage. Uh, duh. I think it's hilarious that she's like trying to explain it. Like, this is why I'm so upset. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know, girl, you lip sync last week. You want to be here, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Norma says nothing is decided until the lip sync. And that being said, the compliments she got on stage were a lot. Ivana says that it's not that she didn't write a script. She just lost the concept of the pro- product. The girls are going to congratulate Norma, and they know there, are, there will be a lot more of Norma now. And Alexa says she finds some of the Queen's energy to be too much, but she's always wanted to say that. Look at what Norma can do. God, you're a shady bitch. I love it. She, though, would actually like to lip sync against her. And I hope that is foreshadowing. Producers, you hear? Set that lip sync up, please. Oh, but sending two people home right after was just too obvious. Electra will continue that Enorma has this actor thing that draws people in. Enorma says the compliment is worth double to her. And since they're all being sincere, Larish tells Electra that her mustache is coming in. Incredible. Do you do that to the Queens? Do you do that to Tony? No. No. I've got way too many things to worry about myself. That's fair. I'm not worried about other people. Well, Enorma Jean is the winner of the week. Um, Laquisha is safe. So are there three bottoms and a top? Or how, yes. how is this all working? Okay. Yes, there's three bottoms and a top. So let me ask you why are we putting the top with the bottoms? Just crown, give them the win before they go for untucked. That would make way too much sense, Michael. This is stupid. The theme because of enorm- enormous what won't make sense. Enormous sitting there being like, "I am I in danger? I won because the three of she you." She was sucked. not sitting there like, "Was well, am I in danger?" She was sitting there like, <laughs> "Y'all girls might be in danger." Yeah, that's true. Um, Ivana and Larice are going to be the bottom two. Do we agree? What is this show? What is happening? Yeah, I guess so. So the song they're going to be performing yeah. is 
Comprami by Viola Valentino. Once again, what is the style of music we are hearing? It is so bizarre. Like, are we trapped in a time warp? I Maybe it's... I mean, we've gotten a bunch of songs from like 2012 on Drag Race. I guess maybe it's just, you know, what, what do you have the money for? Like, they clearly know who Lady Gaga is, right? She's not Italian, she, though. She is Italian! She's Italian-American. She's Italian! She Her parents own an Italian restaurant. She was in House of Gucci. Is She's Italian. <laughs> Miss Patrizia. She's Italian! Uh, uh, have you gone to her parents' restaurant? Huh? Have you gone to her parents' restaurant? No, I have not. Do you want to go? We should go sometime. Isn't, isn't her dad like a little bit of a pain in the ass? <laughs> yeah, so let's go. It'll be fun. We'll podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Ivana is very delicate in this performance, and Larissa is a bit more fun, but also she can have a lot more moment, movement, um, even with that ass on. But I will have whatever Kiara is on. She is living for all of this. Let's make her lip sync one week. I want to see her fucking perform. Let's do it. Throw her up there. She is having so much fun. But like I got to ask Christmas you. Christmas special when RuPaul and Michelle lip synced. Yeah. Uh, did you expect that full reveal out of Larish? Um, So it's actually funny. The first time that it happened, I like looked away for a few seconds and looked back and was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I know. I was like, where did clothes go? I didn't, I didn't, no, I wasn't expecting <laughs> Um, I was a fan of it. I was a fan of it. Very yeah, sexy. No. Um, but you, you do know that Ivana had a, a reveal also. Did she? Yeah, she took out her fan. Goodbye. <laughs> Bitch sweats in the workroom and the twink on UK in, is in five layers because the studio is so cold. Do you mean the winner? No, no, no. I'm talking about my twink, uh, Scarlet Harlan. Who had to wear five uh, layers of clothing every episode right. because She's she was so cold. Hey, she is going to win All-Stars one day. What are you talking about? They're saving all the good UK queens for All-Stars. Wow. Uh, well, Larisha is the winner and she falls on her way back to the safety zone. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny. Um with Larissa saying means Ivana is leaving as the first official queen eliminated on Drag Race Italia. Welcome to the Pork Chop Lounge. I Bye. bet all the men are waiting for you. Bye. Um, she Enjoy said more you. things, um, and everything was positive. And I was like, Oh my god, this one, this I was like, somebody get the shepherd's hook. We gotta get her off stage. Yeah, and she's gonna yeah. run over time. Yeah, what like Isis Couture? This is, I was like, this is the reason the episode's an hour and a half. They're yep. supposed to be an hour, but they couldn't edit her out. Yeah. Like, shit, um, she got. My burning question number one for you, what is Ivana's legacy? Uh, 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 one single styled magenta wig. Yeah. Um, just one. Just one. Just one. Well, after two episodes, the winner of the season is? Farida. I agree. It should be Farida. Um, she this week they still put her safe, but I thought she should have. Like she probably would have been safe top. I think, in my opinion, that look is great. Every week she is coming out with yeah. good looks. Um, she's a little kooky, but she is she's doing very well. She's also um, definitely giving the slow burn vibes. You know the like she. Well, she's reminding. 
she's then, reminding me a little bit of Carmen Ferrallo in the in yeah, the way she I, is uh, going. Yeah. She she's going to win, and she, you're not going to see her win, but she's going to win too because yeah. the others just can't keep up. Mm. Wow, well, she is a racehorse. Yeah, I, so I'm enjoying her. Listen, two episodes into Drag Race Italia, I'm not hating it. Um, am, are, are we making fun of it as we were watching and reviewing it? Yes, because we're we're that tapped out on Drag Race right now. But I, it's not terrible. I think it's hilarious in some very strange ways, but, you know, it yeah. is hilarious. It's refreshing because it's new and wrong. Yeah. And that's just how it is. But it's also, like, not new, you know? Right, right. Um, I just hope... If we do have any more divinity style moments where um, our culture may not accept it the way that their culture might, I hope we get it addressed or we can figure out a way to address it better. It's going to be the only appearance of RuPaul this season. It's going to be like a disclaimer before one of her runways. <laughs> right. Um, again, this year's been this. We've had a lot of cringy moments this year. We're going to do a recap of the entire drag race year. And I'm sure we will talk about all these moments, but what a time to be alive. What a time. <clears throat> Peak drag, huh? Scout, where can the listeners find you on social media? Oh and my Venmo? gosh. You've and if you got any projects waiting. to plug, and any, any projects to plug that you won't um, have to call out of. You have been, the listeners have been waiting with beta. They have been. To find out where to follow me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Scout Sonner. Uh, you can also send me money on Venmo at the same handle. Um, uh, wait, wait, wait! You said last week you were gonna come up with like a little uh, fun, fun phrase. I said I are. need to. Oh, you, you, okay. Next week we get it. There's rarely a timeline on projects, um, mostly because I know that I won't follow through on them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only project I'm working on right now is uh, getting booked. So yeah. you know, you want to throw a booking my way? <laughs> uh, Slide into my Instagram DMs. Booker, bitches. Uh, well, Scout, thank you for being here. Thanks for being a diva with me. Thanks for having Thanks for having me. A huge thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me your favorite episode so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.